0: This is Frank Skinner. Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and uh, Pierre Novelli. You may have guessed if you recognise the, the exit. You can Straight from the vilt. <laughs> So you can text the show on uh, eight eight 812.50. You can do that one, I think. I think you can do that Sorry, one. Oh, you, yeah. You'll be able to do that, well for oh, that while, one for a while, I that one's all right. No. Oh, Man, I think we've got payback on that one. <laughs> but we can eat the fruit. In case you didn't know, relax. So you can text the show on 812.50. This is the longest <laughs> one of these I've ever done. <laughs> Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram, at frankontheradio. Email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. It is done. The housekeeping is done. We can relax. Mm-hmm. So. Um, morning, boys. Good morning.
1: Morning. morning. You know what I'd like to say, Frank? What's that? Morning, gents.
0: Yes, yes. Mm. nice. Um, I'm just nipping to the gents. Do people still say that? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think so. Oh, I'd never say that again. <laughs>
1: Not. Oh no! you'd be would you be frightened?
0: I don't know. It just feels like the sort of toilets I go to now. I'm I think thinking of toilets. Toilets I go to. They're too nice. You know what I mean? They got like hand towels and things. The toilets yeah. I used to go to. I think of leaving the pub, going across a yard, and then going to another <laughs> building. That's what I'm thinking of as the toilets I used to go to. it's well, to, the toilets I used to go to with Frank Skinner. <laughs> sort of a what would the guest be that would be a difficult thing for the guest booker to phone up, um, wouldn't he yeah. we, a Skinner's is doing a show called the toilets I used to go to we wonder if you would how dare you <laughs> well
1: I, I put it this way I could help you out I've got a few
2: I've
0: got a lot of friends well you know. uh, okay the sort of outbuildings where you can see your own breath yes yeah yeah and your own... Uh, all sorts of steam. Yeah.
1: Mm. I once wrote an article for The Evening Standard. Well, when you were their um, editor-at-large.
0: <laughs> Official title. Oh, oh editor-at-large. Where is, where's Emily today? Um, she's at large.
1: Oh, well, could be anywhere. Every time I saw Frank, he would say... It is editor at large, and I still—I never did answer him. No, I never did. I I still don't know. But anyway, you wrote an article, and it was—it was—it was was a strange idea I pitched. But sometimes these things get through. I pitched the idea how um, how to find the toilet in sort of certain London restaurants if you're too embarrassed to ask, because there are certain places where there's a suggestion that you should know where they are already, that you've Mm. been there already so i did a guide i got someone to draw a little map it was great so it's places oh. yeah because you know if you're if you're somewhere and you want to you want to imply you've been there before you can't ask where the toilet is so i did the toilet guide
0: well not only that but most of these posh restaurant clubs they don't they don't want you to know where yeah. they are yeah. no <laughs> sign outside or anything what's going on No want people to go in what's fancy about anonymity I did a show once where someone uh, complained about. Um, sorry, was that a texting you just set up? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> someone complained about. Um, look, it was room 101. Okay. Okay. I just. don't like bringing it up. Oh, it's a it, great it, show. Mean, Frank, I know, I love but that now show. symbolises failure in all its aspects. But anyway. Wow. 8:10 um, on Absolute Radio. It, someone I can't remember who chose those signs on toilet doors which don't make it absolutely clear whether it's male or female so instead of, mm. instead of having gents and ladies there was one we've so we found some examples of um one just got rope on the door and it was in different knots to um represent the various private parts oh God, of the, I mean, and Lord. they weren't well knotted it was it was open to interpretation <laughs> Some of them you get like weird artistic psychedelic drawings representing maleness and femaleness. I mean, just tell us where to go.
2: Or, <laughs> or gendered terms relating to the theme. Uh, yeah.
0: you're sort of I don't know
2: enough Professor
0: about... Professor Higgins Igin- and Eliza Doolittle. I mean, all right. What about people who don't even like musicals? <laughs> or uh, I suppose all places. They call that in Pygmalion? 8,
1: 12, <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on
0: Absolute Radio. Yesterday, in fact, I went to um, the making of Harry Potter. Are you aware that that's a sort of... Uh, it's a big exhibition um, in Watford. Oh. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: It is turning into me. <laughs> yeah, so I've,
2: it took me an extra second satellite <laughs> delay to process Watford.
1: Yeah, so I... Um, Oh, is it? Cl- is it the proximity to Pinewood or something like that, or I don't know. And it- it's at um, it's at A Studios. I can't remember oh, okay. which stu-
0: studios mm. made Harry Potter. Mm. But um, anyway, so I-, I went along there, and um, the people said that I could have um, priority parking. Oh, all that means is you park a bit nearer. Yeah, and you- if you want to go, I should say the parking is free there on Light like, Lego. Is that because you're a celebrity? <laughs> um no you can pay for it but they said look it's, it's actually used up but there is additional um um oh. priority park so i got there and i said to the guy on the guy <laughs> showed the ticket i said i told I, I gave him this woman's name and i can go in the additional uh priority parking he said uh no just just carry on uh up to my friends at the end i'll show you just park in the normal <gasps> thing
1: It's all gone a bit Holly and Phil It was that You know what I honestly thought that
0: As I drove up I thought they've ruined everything Yeah I I honestly thought it And um, (laughs) (laughs) I should say uh, Can I say Some of the stuff On the internet About Holly and Phil Has been unnecessarily cruel And unpleasant I think they should stop you know, at the end of the day, but I was watching this morning briefly this week. We all were, dear. And they trailed a, a, a thing about where a woman works in a cafe, and she's the, the, the idea of the cafe is that you're abusive to the uh, customers, mm. and um, and they showed a clip from it, and and Holly said that looks hilarious. I can't wait, and I thought, well, I know that. <laughs> And it was one of those moments, I was in the room on my own, and I thought, oh, I really... I wanted someone else to hear how fast I was on that. And I'll tell it on the radio, but it won't be the same as being there. I looked at the dog, and she looked back at me nothing. (laughs) Anyway, so um, I've actually... uh, I I, I got someone to take a picture of me um, queuing for a Professor Sprouts Greenhouse at the Harry Potter just to brew sure. um, whitehead celebrity queuing I thought it might be quite an interesting uh, picture <laughs> it's, it's an, it sounds like a description of one of those stock photographs yes it's um, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah Google whitehead celebrity oh yeah there's one or two a few examples so um, get your images <laughs> yes, yes I don't know if you're into Harry I've got to say for it was brilliant yeah Mm. It was really you know when you get to these places sometimes and there's just a lot of reading and photos this was like proper stuff mm. from the films including like massive sets and stuff like that. it was it was it was fab but um the making of harry potter sounds like a piece of erotic fan fiction yeah, well, <laughs> it isn't that. What if it had just been put together by um, in in the uh, in Professor Sprout's greenhouse? By the way, I don't know if you know the films, but they, they you can oh, pull man, no. you can pull mandrakes oh. out of their pots and they scream. Yeah, oh. and they've got them set up so they actually. <laughs> oh, <she laughs> take
2: them. God, really? I know. Yeah. Does it, do they have a lot of originals? Because a pet peeve of mine is you go to a museum dedicated to a film or something and. There'll be a,
0: not enough stuff there, objects. No, I know what you yes. mean. It's well, so like when you get to the birthplace of a writer or something. it says oh,
1: it's so very this is thin. This
0: is the sort of furniture they would have had. You <laughs> think, oh, I don't <laughs> want to know what sort of furniture. <laughs> this is a hat, very like a hat he might have once possibly worn. A lot of them are
1: very cobbled together. No,
0: In fact, at the beginning, you get the, the, the Weasley twins. I don't know their real names. Forgive me. Um, they work there. James and Oliver, Now they appear on a film oh, okay. thing and they say this is proper, real stuff that was really properly in the film. I would have been very upset to hear that they were working there.
1: No, no, I would have <laughs> well, been upset. Not, but not, to-
0: not totally shocked, but upset, yeah. certainly.
1: It's typical for the child actor. But in the
0: screaming mandrakes, that reminds me, I used to test people. Um, their personalities and whether I thought I could be friends with them by asking them whether they could knock a nail through a teddy bear's face <laughs> and if anyone said yeah I could do that i think no you're not you're not for me I'm afraid could you knock a nail through a teddy bear's face 8, 12, 15 you've been warned of the criteria on Absolute Radio Oh. So I, I tell you what I did. I did a questionnaire, Harry Potter questionnaire. Can you believe it? To say what house uh-huh. I would be in if I was a Hogwarts student, well, I and obviously you want to be in Gryffindor because that's Harry, Hermione, and Ron's house. And I got Ravenclaw. Oh. That's the
1: one no-one wants, isn't it? Well, no. I looked
0: it up. I was, I was gutted. Oh. Hufflepuff is the worst one. I was gutted, yeah. But what I did is, uh, Buzz has got this thing where you put like a dice in this um Oh, is it like the sorting hat? Then? When it, yeah, it's like the sorting hat when mm. it comes out. That said Rife and Claude as well, so I'm absolutely <laughs> stuck with it. But then I looked it up, get this, where, where those of wit and learning will always find their kind, and I thought, come on! <laughs> so I'm totally I'm totally, I, uh, committed there. That
1: concerns there. me, Frank, that that scene is not the best one to be in, if that's where the witty people are. So no. what's the best one, the sporty job?
2: No, no, it's Hufflepuff's the worst one.
1: Why? What are the characteristics just, No, they're there?
0: loyal. They just go, loyal and kind. And you go, yeah, oh, no, on, that's, that, that's a bit politician's wife after yeah. he's <laughs> been caught up to something. <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want people who are going to stand by you. Yeah. Frank,
1: what about when I had a real crush on this bloke, and it got, when I was, I must have been about 15, and word got back to me from one of his friends. You know, Dom said, he thinks Emily's really kind.
0: Oh, oh, oh that's not like when you said never tell me I look well, <laughs> or I'll think I've put weight
1: on. Kind <laughs> and well. No,
0: Huff- Hufflepuff are very much the red shirt
2: Star Trek crew member of. Uh, oh, they, okay. They're going to be killed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Their job oh. is to loyally get shot. And,
1: Who's the best one then, Gryffindor? Yeah. Well, that's that's that's
0: where the big three well it's, it's the main character one yeah, yeah. What, the
1: trinity but we get
0: uh, when I say we I'm, when I speak of Ravenclaw now I'm saying we have you noticed <laughs> we've got Moaning Myrtle which is the best ghost there this is the that's ghost true. of the first floor girls toilets <laughs> <laughs> that's what
1: you I'm still enjoying want. Frank saying we like he's talking about West Bromwich well, to be
0: honest when the dice came up right I thought this is that's a bit freaky that I've done a a Sort of 15 question questionnaire that told me I'm in this house, and then the dice told me fight and um intellect.
1: Yeah, Frank, do you know enough about these people and their teams? What would Pierre be in? Do you know, Pierre, what you I, are?
0: I do know. What are you? How oh, have you done it? I've done it. Oh, yes. God, what's all gonna be? Um, who, what are you in? I'm Slytherin, I'm evil. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. Slyther- <laughs> yes,
1: I see that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think they probably just heard the accent. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's probably an old game you use from the bad days. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Now, have we heard from e outside e outside-y world, eh? We
1: have. We have some advice for you.
0: Well, there isn't enough advice coming in from me that I can read out on breakfast radio <laughs> oh. anyway.
1: This is from Ian Loom. He dwells in Edmonton, Canada.
0: Oh, Canada. Okay. He's the one in Kent, or have I made that up? There must be. Yeah. I, says, most of the North American names are taken from British names, aren't they? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Edmonton, Canada. Nice.
1: Hi, Frank. Fan in Canada here. The success of Frank
0: Fanadon. I'm calling him yeah, <laughs> from <laughs> now on. He's
1: a Fanadian. <laughs> Frank. The success- I love that he begins it. He's very confident, and I like that about Ian Loom. Frank, the success of Bob Mortimer and Paul Whitehouse's fishing show hmm. suggests... Why bring that up? <laughs> Why bring anyone else's that's success what he said up? To- that's <laughs> what I say to anyone who's fishing. Yeah. Um, suggests that gentle conversation humour is perhaps more in demand these days. Any plan to pull the old couch out and call up deal? It would be widely popular as this kind of niche comedy, I know, I'm moving on, has a much easier time building a following thanks to YouTube. I'm 52 mm. and had left.
0: I thought he's going to say thanks to you too. <laughs> but no.
1: He continues I'm 52. Oh, well. And had left England in 82 by the time you hit it big. Mm. I, sorry. I feel mm. stiff with stress whilst reading this. No, that's all right. It was, um, I discovered your work on YouTube, and Mortimer has a now near legendary status among international fans. Oh, God. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> I don't think I can. Uh, due to his Would I Lie to You stories, storytellers are making a comeback. Give us another season. And there's some lovely praise for Pier Novelli as well. Oh, nice. So he ends with cheers, mate.
0: Well, my problems with this is I did Would I Lie to You once and was never asked back. (laughs) So there goes my international following based on my stories on Would I Lie to You.
1: I think you're too truthful, you see. I don't
0: fish. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Frank don't fish. Did you? Did you go on? And did everyone immediately guess because they thought Frank, Frank's religious morals are strong enough? And I think we could immediately know he's not. Lying I, well, they here. did
0: get me. I think I'm, I am a terrible liar. Mm. Um, so, uh, why yes. Why weren't you?
1: Why do you think you weren't asked back?
0: I don't know. It's happened, it happened to me quite a lot on panel shows. Sometimes because I've been too good, but not on there then I thought I was you, sometimes if you get regular host they don't like anyone being too good yeah but ma, oh, but that, that, Matt, I can only think Matt. of one example and mm. I think that was the case generally it's because uh, they think you were rubbish and certainly judging by the quality of the host on um, would I lie to you it was because I just, I just was bad at lying simple as that
2: do you think reading a long email about another comedian's success to you is your nail through a teddy bear's face
0: no you know what I'm alright with it I I quite like Bob Bob Mortimer is someone who deserves to be successful yeah Um, but I always said that it's like that when the when the um, bubbles come up from a a glass of orange aid Hmm. the bubbles rise to the top but sometimes they bring some of that sort of orange silt that you get they bring them up with them and that's what um success is like there are some people who deserved the bobble status and some people just got stuck on the uplift <laughs> <laughs> i'm not prepared to name them but um if you go to my website <laughs> i don't have a website <laughs> I what a website for pictures i don't think so
2: <laughs> frank Skinner, absolute radio
0: Yes, I, I was trying to explain to my colleagues that used to be on the back of shredded wheat boxes, there used to be faces from history that you could cut out and, and they were f- flat, but you could build them if you um, secured the flaps into a 3D head from a person from history. Mm. And I remember Henry Eighth is the one that sticks in my mind. I, I built that. And it was a fabulous—a cardboard-headed Henry VIII. Mm. And um, I if anyone's getting all field of dreams, I if, built that. If, <laughs> if yes, I'm glad he didn't come. Now, <laughs> um, <laughs> so if Henry VIII had turned up in spirit form, I would have been anxious with these terrible calves. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, my dreams. that's made, uh, Pierre's got shorts on today yeah. in the late September. Can we talk about
1: the shorts? Is it inappropriate to say? No. I mean, no, you're other we... fellow gentleman, I think it's inappropriate for me to comment, but... I,
0: th- there, I think Pierre's going to be one of those guys who just wears those plastic flip-flops, sort of Adidas flip-flops <laughs> and shorts all the year round, am I right? Never, never branded flip-flops. Oh, okay, fair enough. No, You've no, got,
1: I mean they're quite short shorts as well.
2: They they're sort of riding up as a result of the radio chairs and in in, in, <laughs> a, in a way that would would be sexy to a certain sector of the community, but to very few other people.
0: Yeah, I don't know who that would be. Oh, the bears. He, yeah, oh,
1: yeah. I don't know who that would be. It's quite come across quite rude. No, no,
0: I I'm just thinking of you as a very. Uh, it's just a, I find you too big and frightening.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like a centaur, like, like some sort of half centaur. I quite how like I think it. Of the, I feel yeah.
1: very safe here. He looks
0: like, um, I don't know whether he looks like the front part of a centaur or the back part of a centaur.
2: Or just a full centaur with the front who's removed and the Maybe arms. Maybe a
0: centaur who's been in um, a, a three centaur pileup and been squeezed <laughs> into a... Uh, Squeeze so that it's all up together.
1: I yeah. find his presence comforting.
0: When we were on Which tour, is, on. well, a few times
2: people tangibly believed that I was your security. No, they did. Did yeah. they? <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: And what I liked. Well, they is- didn't believe the tour manager was because he was invariably wearing pink dot Martins and a and a furry coat, wasn't yes. he? So they didn't. They thought he was my stylist. Yes. And before they asked you for sort of maybe a, a picture or an
2: autograph, they would nervously <laughs> glance at me.
0: Yeah, they would. Yeah, they would <laughs> ask Pierre sometimes if it was all right to approach me. Yes. yes
1: laughing at the idea of you having
0: a stylist. <laughs> I know, what kind of an anti-stylist has Frank Skinner hired? I remember I was once introduced by Bob Monkhouse as Frank Skinner, a man who hasn't let success go to his clothes. <laughs> Did
1: he say that? <laughs> yeah.
0: ah. Speaking of clothes, anyway, oh, yeah. the reason I mentioned um, Henry VIII was... <laughs> Kai, one of the professional dancers. Oh, Kai
1: Widdrington, yeah, yeah.
0: On um, on Streetly um, reminds me of that. Um, those heads, he's got that sort of. He's got like a lot of straight edges on yeah, his head. A sort of 90s video game character. Yeah, he <laughs> looks like, yeah, like Max Headroom. Do you remember Max yeah. Headroom? Yes. Yeah. I had a bit of a
1: obscure crush on him. Can mm. we discuss a bit of stuff? I was the same with Anna Nova. <laughs> yes. No, that is quite you, actually. Yeah. Can we discuss... Did you guys watch any of the uh, launch show?
0: Oh, I Oh, have yes. Well, I feel we have to. If you work... Um, at absolute, you're mm. under the Bauer umbrella, mm. and we've got the Compass Kids. Um, we've got <laughs> yes. uh, Tyler West and Fleur East.
1: Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. And because they they had the Adams family as well. Oh yes. On the show they had. Um, I mean, obviously. I mean, They've know got who They've Kay I, Adams, you know, who I'm Jade
0: Adams, and Ad- Tony Adams, Ad- oh. or Addo, yeah. of course as we uh-huh. call. It. But one of the great moments this morning was. Oft name checked Faye, our assistant uh, producer, mm. said oh, they got uh, Tyler from Kiss on the show. And I said, From Kiss? Wow, thinking they were going to be wearing the makeup and all that. <laughs> and I thought it was Kiss, as in, I was a hello and you. Um, um, I'm gonna rock and roll all night. No, but it wasn't. It was. Um, it was kiss. But yeah. So we we will be back. Well, obviously I'll be back in Ado. Yeah. Oh,
1: back. thank you. We got her have the donkey. Got to
0: back on oh, Yeah. Okay. But um, It was. It was exciting. Yeah. And I'm not often excited nowadays. This is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Pien Veli is with us this morning. You can text the show on eight twelve fifteen. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. It's okay. faye has gone out for crisps. My mouth is physically watering. <laughs> That's what's happening. So, um, have we um, have we got more? Um, news we have
1: 532 Alfresco Monday 532 Morning Frank just so you know it was Larry Lamb who put toilet signs in room 101 of course it's the Warner Brothers studio tour for Harry Potter and the Phelps twins Warner Brothers yes that played Fred and George Weasley so a lot of wow I like, 532 has been great on the great intel info. front
0: uh, Larry Lamb also put in the high five I remember oh mm. something he uh, disapproved of as a modern phenomenon <laughs> and we found a clip from something like the 30s of a um, of a vocal group doing the high five Mm. so it's been around a while apparently yeah. what was his what was his problem with it as a, as a, was it just too he like explosive he liked handshake ah that's it mm. I would avoid both if possible <laughs> or by the way um we, talk, we spoke of string vests last week. We did. And then I was watching uh, a show with uh, Frankie Goes to Hollywood on it and uh, Holly Johnson was wearing a string T-shirt and I wonder if that... I see that's where I think it lapses into sexy away from comedy when it goes yeah. into a T-shirt. There's no real reason why those extra bit of shoulder coverage should make a difference, but I think that makes it... Mm. Anything big, anything
2: bigger than a vest, like a, a a yeah, a t-shirt dress, anything like that. Dress a whole like see-through like. We've <laughs> 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 like been caught in
0: a net. Frank, we've heard... I can't get out because I love you
1: too much, baby.
0: We're caught in a net. <laughs>
1: we've heard from David Cromo.
0: Uh.
1: And what I like about David Cromo. Is that
0: Don't list everything you like about him.
1: No, just the one thing. <laughs> OK. He's put location Lewis, and then in parenthesis, Frank's not a fan. Oh, no, of course, yes. And that would be to do with the, um, the satanic. to
0: do with that? No, they're not, not <laughs> satanic. Uh, Lewis have kept the tradition of uh, Oh dear! no popery. I don't mean potpourri. I I was going to say, that wouldn't have gone down
1: well in my house. So um, on their
0: bonfire night celebrations, um, I would be like um, pets are on bonfire (laughs) night. If I lived in Lewis, I'd have to be kept in the the house. Yeah. And I'd be very afraid and much more nervous than normal. That's what it's like. (laughs) Meanwhile, the crackling sound of a Pope effigy burning (laughs) outside the window.
1: Mm. Uh, Well, David Cromo from Lewis. Yes. Frank's not a fan.
0: It's actually a nice place by by day. Yes, it's rather nice, isn't it? Something Something very Transylvania about that comment. Exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He says, good morning, Frank, plus two. Oh, oh, plus two. Is this what it's come to? Mm-hmm. Oh. What about when I went to a party once and there was a woman who was a party organiser who was a good friend of Meg Matthews and she was a lady called Fran. Mm. And it had, I saw on the bouncers list, it said Fran plus ten. And I thought, wow. I mean, that's quite a big ask, isn't that, it? That
0: is a big ask.
1: Plus ten. Uh, good morning, Frank, plus two. Frank, have you ever seen the Paternoster Lift? On my recent overseas travel, I came across this form of elevator initially called cyclic elevators. The name paternoster emerged from the system's resemblance to rosary beads Mm. rotating in the hands of a Catholic reciting prayers. Mm. Paternoster from Our Father, the first words of the Lord's Prayer in Latin. The one I visited led to a bar. Sorry, Frank. Um, Not a good idea after a few ales to try and get on the lift. Best to take the stairs. Anyway, apparently there is only one left operating in the UK for people to use, I believe, in Sheffield, unless your readers know of any others, as I may try and visit as many of these as I can. A new hobby.
0: Well, I'll give you my (laughs) paternoster's answer after this.
2: Frank Skinner
0: on Absolute Radio.
1: You left us on tenterhooks oh, yes. with a Paternoster lift cliffhanger.
0: Yeah, well, it's funny you should say that. I, um, the, yeah, the Paternosters, um, as you say, named after the Rosemary bees, because they are perpetual. There's no doors on them. Mm. So you just look at this frame and sometimes there's a lift there and sometimes there isn't. They're just constantly going round. Mm. And I was at um, Goster Green Campus Uh, for Birmingham Polytechnic for a year and they had paternosters and um, I think they covered four floors and I got in the top floor once and I got in the wrong paternoster and it was the one going up (laughs) so you go up into darkness basically (laughs) and then it shuffles across at the top and then it comes down again and it was at first frightening, so I, won- I wondered if the whole thing might slap shot like a suitcase and then spin around to come to... But it didn't, happily. So then I got in with a young lady who I had a, a roving <laughs> eye for, who I'd been given the glad eye, as we used to call it. <laughs> And uh, we got into the the pattern a couple of days later, and we got to the top floor. And I held her in because I thought this will be funny to you know to, to reproduce
1: when Laurel and Hardy had an eye for a lady. Yes. So um, the problem was
0: that with the extra weight of another person in there, um, when we went across the top, it stopped. Oh. So we were in otter. Darkness and just stuck in the sort of. Well, it wouldn't be the bells, could it be the top bit, but whatever.
1: I would have thought you'd fixed that. Um, And she
0: went hysterical and started really properly hitting me and punching me and going, What have you done? What have you done? And i there's a tiny crack visible and i started going hello you know the hello when you're trapped you know a trapped hello H- hello hello It's a certain kind of tra- you'd never meet anyone and go oh it's dave hello you'd never talk to them like that so i did a trapped and eventually someone said i'll get um the johnny the janitor and he came and said, what you need to do is throw yourselves at the walls, first to the left, first to the... Well, she just wasn't. She was, by now, just sobbing. So um, I had to jump from one wall to the other. To, 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 you have to get it back in the groove. Presumably, each time you jumped, you had to leap over a sobbing claustrophobe. Yes, mm. I did. Yeah, that made it a bit more difficult. It was, it was like being an aim tree. tree. <laughs> Anyway, eventually I hit it hard enough and it went back onto its groove and it moved. And uh, I, she, when we got to the bottom, I remember she jumped out and she just ran, ran, ran to get outside just to get into air.
1: Oh, that's not a ringing endorsement, is it? Ah, yes. And that
0: woman became my wife, the mother (laughs) of seven... No, she didn't. (laughs) She didn't. It didn't. It didn't. uh, I don't know why. So,
1: Paternoster, Frank, because I was only familiar with it from King Charles... You stood. That was the monstrous carbuncle, wasn't it? One of them. Um, was he? Yes, I believe uh, Paternoster Square by St Paul's was oh. one of the monstrous carbuncles he One of them to. was
0: um, Birmingham Central Library, one of oh, his monstrous sorry, carbuncles. Oh, right. yeah.
1: well, how did you take that?
0: Well, I, at the time, he got quite a lot of people saying <laughs> stuff like, uh, oh, yeah, uh, we should have a palace, okay, like a free palace. <laughs> It's what we should have, <laughs> but uh, obviously you now he's the king. We all love him. <laughs> Frank
2: Skinner,
1: Skinner on Absolute Radio. And you uh, were telling us all about Paternosters. What about my own Paternoster
0: experience, certainly?
1: My Paternoster hell. Oh. Mm. Richard Pipe has been in touch. Paternoster was in Baker Building of Perry Bar Campus of University of Central England. Does any of that make any sense to you? Yes, that's the same
0: Paternoster, but it wasn't called. Shut a, up. It was at yeah. Um, pa-
1: Richard continues terrifying when full.
0: Oh no, he, he might you... actually Perry Bar. That might be a different campus. It was all Birmingham Polytechnic, and then that became University of Central England in a sort of a like Tolkien was the principal. Oh <laughs> and yes. then and then. Um, and now it's it, Birmingham it the... City University now, oh. which I didn't like. So it sounds like it's named but after it, the football
1: In fact, the it the tra- wasn't the Chancellor, but your degree was awarded to you by? The head of the gas board. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, that was the same institution. I have to say, I went to Polytechnic and to university, and Polytechnic was much, much better.
1: What is it with Birmingham and the love for the... Um, the energy. Um, there's a lot of branding with energy because you've got Boiler Man, the head of the Gas Board. Yeah, I think it's it's quite industrial.
0: <laughs> yeah, Birmingham generally and the West Midlands. Which
1: continues terrifying. This is regarding the Paternoster Baker Building. Uh, no, the Paternoster in the Baker Building. I apologise terrifying when full if you were first in the carriage so last out meant to jump down of three foot yeah, or missed
0: c- your floor. Are you yeah. absolutely Because kidding? he keeps going yeah. the first people get out and it's still going so then you've got to decide can I still get out here? It's very this
1: is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. An
0: Indiana Jones moment where you yeah, snapped well, your was, hat. So you said I knew a guy who went running for the paternoster slipped and half of him went in and half of him went out he had to crawl out again otherwise he would have been um, oh, he would have been scissored <laughs> by the rising... It's amazing you now in the age of health and... <laughs> no, I said health and efficiency then, which was actually a naturist magazine. Um, I, it meant, uh, I meant health <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sounds like a German nature magazine. Which, funnily well, it, enough... It probably was.
1: Funnily enough, yeah, and I, I
0: hadn't heard of it. Oh, OK, H&E. Spot um, the difference. Yes, <laughs> not that... Health, health and safety, which was what I <laughs> <laughs> Health and Efficiency. What a Why was a Naturist magazine called Health and Efficiency?
1: I think we can work it out.
0: Anyway. I it's all black and white.
1: What else? It did didn't seem to make it so bad. <laughs> Do you know? It's um, the first time in my entire friendship with Frank that I've seen him go a little bit coy. Yeah. <laughs> Would you agree? Yeah, oh. he's a little bit coy, Frank. Like a coy cop. <laughs> <laughs> A Few little memories coming yes, back to you
0: there. Yes, H and E, that was very. to yeah. we throwing
1: in the Grattan catalogue? <laughs>
0: Um, I don't really want to do a texting about if people remember h and E. I I don't see how it's going to go, really. Oh,
1: no, and also, you know what? That's your private little memory. Let's keep it there. Yes. We've also heard from Steve. Oh, but it was all so simple then. (laughs) We've heard from Steve Cooper.
0: Oh, we all got really excited then. (laughs) Thought it was going to be Steve Cooper. (laughs) Very close.
1: I remember that Paternoster. See, I'm saying Paternoster. Is it, you said Paternoster, so I feel... No, like, I said Paternoster. Oh, did you? So it's Pater, uh, pater yeah. I it remem-
0: probably is, I don't know. We called it the Paternosters. I call it pater. Paternosters.
1: Pater, yeah. I remember that Paternoster. There was a light bulb in the void at the top when I took a trip over the top.
0: Oh, he went over the top as well. See, I don't remember the light bulb. if was the first that was... World
1: War, he went over the top. I like... wonder if the
0: light bulb was added after the um, yeah. hysteria yeah. of my claustrophobic um, love interest. I imagine it was the result of an enormous lawsuit. My, my claustrophobic <laughs> love interest must be a, a banner headline in some tabloid magazine sometime <laughs> over <of> the <year. laughs>
2: Frank, I, I know. I don't know if you're a fan of any of those sort of films that use a train, a chance meeting on a train, as a kind mm-hmm. of. Uh...
0: Well, one of the one of the greats, and I, I can't remember what it is now. Stranger Str- on the train. Strangers on the
1: train. Where.
0: Um, they want, a bloke's going to kill and wants to kill something like his wife or something like yeah. that, mm-hmm. and the other one a complete stranger. says, well, if I do it, no-one will suspect me. I've got no motive. That, they just, swap crimes. A, but just as an initial... Do they kill each other's as victims? They swap crimes,
1: but it doesn't just work Just as an
0: initial idea, that is a... If someone came to me, with, I've got this idea for a film, and just told me that be mm-hmm. two strangers meet, they both want to kill somebody, we'll just do each other's no matter. Mm. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> do you want me to kill some acquaintance well, I was, of yours? Well, now that you've <laughs> said it live, I mean you've <laughs> no. It's you've, you two
1: have spoiled your idea. Can well, I I double, say?
0: double bluff. Because else, well well, know they would never have discussed it on air. Yeah, that's true. Uh, say, someone
2: listening must have done it. Yes. Uh, We've been framed. Yeah.
1: Or someone in the studio. Oh no. Uh,
2: well. Um, I had a not not I had that exact experience No, <laughs> no, <laughs> oh,
1: no. <laughs> but this um, show will be called Piernavelli A Confession yeah,
0: just leave the studio because people love that real crime stuff this could be yes. our biggest ever podcast we we're uh,
1: Frank we could be on that Netflix documentary <gasps> and yeah. I'd be saying well I just you know and then it all changed.
2: Yes, and they'd get someone who absolutely cannot do a South African accent to play me, as is tradition with all South African parts. <laughs> Frank <laughs> would do
1: that Netflix thing at the beginning, you know, when they keep the bit in where he's going, can you hear me okay? Is the mic? Yes,
0: yes. Oh, they, all, really, all <laughs> now.
1: they always keep that in, don't they? Very rude. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, sorry.
2: Well, so you. I was sitting on a train to Cornwall and I was sat next to an, uh, an elderly and very well-dressed gentleman where there's a level of dressing well where you think this is a, a person of some status. This is, mm. um, And uh, he was sort of peering at his laptop and fiddling for a while and eventually he turned to me and said in a very sort of cut glass voice, could you help me get on the internet? I have some emails to check. Can you pronounce the hyphen in emails. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> can, I, can I just say, could you give me his number?
0: <laughs> yeah. Right, this is my idea. How do you pronounce the hyphen <laughs> in email? He emails. Found- oh, okay. <laughs> do you know <laughs> he, he would have
1: oh. found a way? Yeah.
2: And uh, I had to sort of, um, sort of half take his laptop from him and 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 get him on the train Wi-Fi. Yeah. And in so doing, of course. Uh, I was filling in his details, so I I got his name. Okay. And um, you know there's a drop-down menu where you select your title... And yes. sometimes they can be very elaborate. And you go, Captain? Captain yeah. Reverend? <laughs> and um, he was scrolling all the way down and very carefully <gasps> selected, Sir. Okay. So I thought, okay, I'm sat next to a knight.
1: <laughs>
2: oh. I'm a squire. I'm, sat next to, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a knight's internet squire. Right.
1: So, oh, he was a sir. Yeah,
2: so I thought, oh, okay. And I made a note of his name. And I, So I got him online and then we had some light chat about him saying, uh, I haven't been on a train since the 80s I think oh wow I said normally I drive everywhere because you're your own master then aren't you I thought yes that's true <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, I looked, so I, and while he was busy sort of checking his emails oh. I thought I'm looking this guy up
1: can I say what sort of age are we talking I, I, would, have, I would have
2: said
0: minimum 80 oh
1: fabulous oh, that's okay. ideal for me minimum. just what I need I don't know if you
0: can top the fact that he had a laptop if he was that old <laughs> hmm? yes yeah
2: and so I, go on Well, so I uh, uh, I Googled him, and uh, how did you Google him? Just look up Sir. No, because I saw his his name name when he was filling in the form. Okay, Mm. and I was helping him fill in the form, so I got uh,
1: helping him identity stealing. That's it. I stole his identity. Yeah, (laughs) Um,
2: and I used my phone to uh, to Google who he was, which he immediately said, "It's funny, isn't it? You can get that on your phone." without joining some sort of club but I have to type all this into my laptop
0: Anyway, I'm going to leave this as a cliffhanger Yeah. Yeah. So here we've got a picture (laughs) sitting next to the mysterious knight We have Pierre googling to see who he is and we'll find out after this So listen, Pierre Novelli's on a train with an old knight. Well, wow.
1: <laughs> 782, 732, I do apologise. What a cliffhanger. Please, please, please let Pierre's travelling companion, newer uh, Smith song there, obviously, Morrissey Smith's, have been Sir Tim Berners Lee. OK?
0: Oh. you uh-huh. want... waiting
1: to know who the sir was. I don't what? know if Pierre will what be you, able to What
0: are you it. wanting? To ha- I'm wanting David Furnish to come in and say, come on, this is our stop.
1: I'll tell <laughs> you what I'm wanting. I'm wanting... <laughs> and his wig wanting... kept tipping into my lap. <laughs> <laughs> the 80-year-old peer to have my details, please. That's just what I'm after.
0: You don't have any guesses of who it could be.
1: I'm thinking... You see, I think with this sort of thing, he sounds—he sounds fabulous. I suspect he's a hereditary Pierre, though. See, I called him Pierre. Uh, okay.
2: Hereditary, a hereditary Pierre. Yeah. Okay, I, thought,
1: um, um, I don't. Okay. I've got a feeling he sounds a bit. You know, I often speak of the uh, elderly gentleman my father encountered, Frank, who famously said when someone commented on. An antique grandfather clock, I believe it was, of his. Do you remember what he said? Of
0: course. That? He said, uh, fellow notice me things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: sounds like he has something of the fellow notice me things, this chap. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. OK, so come on. It would be a terrible tragedy
2: in some ways if it was Tim Berners-Lee who invented the internet.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't, <laughs> couldn't get on
2: <laughs> Having to take my help. <laughs> that, that would be really <laughs> awful. I didn't mean for it to be like this. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: oh man, it's the sorcerer's a apprentice! <laughs>
1: it's gone out of my control. I'm
2: guessing it wasn't him then. No, no. In fairness, I would have been surprised if if anyone had guessed it correctly. But okay, sneakily, as as this uh, wonderful old uh, fella, old knight, checked yeah. his emails, I thought, here we go. I googled away, <gasps> and it was none other than Sir Ivan John Lawrence, KC, King's Counsel. <gasps> and by the way, someone has gone through all of Wikipedia, changing all the QCs to KCs, a long day uh, oh, for them. Oh, they're King's Council
1: now. <laughs> oh, yes. of course, of course yeah. yeah.
2: Someone someone had to take a day off work to, <laughs> yes. to sort that problem out. Um, so Sir Ivan Lawrence represented uh, over 90, he defended over 90 murder cases. Whoa. Um, including a few notable trials, e.g. the Cray twins. <gasps> Dennis
0: oh. Nielsen.
1: Oh, he'd be lovely. Oh, oh. oh I know. I'm not because of that. I'm just saying I like I the. work. You, he, he, ba- no, he, backs, no. he
0: backs an outsider, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he also says Casey. Not his name. What's his name again? Ivan. Ivan, yeah. <laughs> Ivan, yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll yeah. Ivan's outsider. Of- He's a chance, <laughs> What
1: I like is that he wouldn't be judgmental in our relationship. Yeah. No, no well, what now I mean. if he,
0: no in he uh,
1: he'd let he'd cut me some slack.
0: Yeah. The Mount Nessing
2: silver bullion robbery and the Brinkmats gold bullion money laundering. And he loves oh. a bit of a bullion case,
0: this guy. Yeah. So a lot of murders. It's things. odd because uh, if you said to me, what is bullion? <laughs> I think I'd struggle to come up with the proper yeah. definition. <laughs> but we in bullion. Oh, yeah. there so there's a lot of bullion stuff. Does it mean like gold stuff? Yeah. Gold un- bars. Are that
2: bullion? I believe so. Un- okay. Un- sort of minted precious metals Unminted. I, I think coins are coins aren't they okay yeah not to be too controversial so probably Frank.
0: ingots yes
2: let's yeah. say, I mean I'd like to imagine but yes I sat next to a guy who had not only met but but worked with the Cray twins
1: yeah he's wow pro- you know what he's probably quite a sympathetic chap do you know he's, what I mean he'd have to be he's quite because he'd have to listen to people and not rush hmm. to judgment he, yeah. really,
2: he was quite amusing as well about the train food was he yeah They sort of come around, and we 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 were sitting in first class, of course. Yes, of course. To be sat next to a knight, you have to pay. Yeah. And and he uh, he very demurely accepted the egg and tomato sandwich instead of the hot option. And I, after I'd finished the hot option, he looked over at me and said, "Was it edible?"
1: Oh <laughs> well, you just said it. Yeah. Oh, do you know I love
2: him. But he could tell that I was a man who would have eaten it anyway.
0: Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's um, don't you? You didn't brow it. You couldn't really,
2: because then you'd have to say Friendly, you googled yeah. him. I, I, I saw the amount of trouble he'd he'd had with um, the internet, and I thought I, it might be unnerving to immediately say, "So, Sir Ivan, the Craytwins." You didn't <laughs> want to
0: bring, yeah? You could spring bring up stuff like if he passed you something. Oh, thanks, a bullion.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: frank Skinner, Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio, Absolute radio. This is Frank Skinner <laughs> on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Pierre Novelli. You can text the show on 8 1215, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, email the show via Frank at absoluteradio.co.uk <laughs> Hmm.
2: My, um, my dad has decided to bypass that instruction, Frank, and text me directly oh. regarding oh. the show.
0: Oh! Where Where is you? your dad in the Isle of
2: Man? He certainly is. Okay. He certainly is. In his croft. Oh, um,
1: nice. <laughs> pen Novelli. As yes. As opposed to I, oh. love, I love a bit of of Novelli. That's nice.
2: good. That's good. Um, So he writes in Regarding the changing Of of QC to KC Okay On the Wikipedia uh, Douglas Shaw QC Was a crusty old barrister In Durban in South Africa And an Oxford classicist And when South Africa Became a republic in 1961 They made everyone change To SC Senior counsel, From You know a A monarchical one Yeah Um the Minister of Justice instructed Shaw to change his uh, moniker, and he replied, By what authority does the minister seek to override the letters patent awarded to me by Her Majesty?
1: <laughs> oh.
2: And he remained a QC till his death oh, in 2013. That...
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Lovely yeah. news. What
2: a po- what a posh, tough man. Is yes.
1: Nivelli, is Navelli in, in the legal area? Yes. Oh, I knew he would be, Frank. I oh. just knew it. OK, so, I've got something I'd like to discuss with you both.
0: Is he in the legal area? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like some uh, terrible question at a, a meeting at a magazine publishers.
1: Yes. Is he in the legal area?
0: <laughs> and he's in the legal area. Yes, yes, I've checked that.
1: I think it's quite harsh. Bouquet, being impressed oh. by the daughter's boyfriend. Is he in the legal area? Well, it's like... Um, Not knowing any of the job titles. Yes, it's like our
0: yeah. dog clipper. Who said? Yes, and I'll obviously I'll do the hygiene area. Oh, <laughs> I would say that was the absolute opposite. Surely, oh, especially hygiene in the case area. of the dogs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the
1: amount of leaves Ray gets in that area.
0: Really? Oh, leaves! Oh, it's a real Because oh, he's very close to the ground. Oh, of course. It's like me,
1: yeah. but I don't get leaves. He's like a U- I mean?
0: a Eubank sweeper.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I need to talk to you both about Doctor Coffee.
0: Dr. Coffee. Oh, yes, Therese. Three Therese Coffee. Yes, who is the new health minister, is that Indeed. what they're called?
1: I'm a bit obsessed by... Are the they health, health minister Coffee or, Coffee or
0: health secretary?
1: secretary? Uh, I think they're still health secretary. Health secretary. OK. Yeah. Deputy, yeah. Um, she, deputy... Leader. PM, she's deputy and, and, leader. And uh, health secretary. She, I, I quite like Dr. Coffey mainly because she's a health secretary who's a proud cigar smoker.
0: Yes, Yes. different.
1: Yeah, and and an unlikely potential cover star for our favourite magazine, Cigar Aficionado. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I bet bet they get her on there. Bumper edition. Do you know
1: who... Well, we know... Can you guess who the three... I mean, they always have a bit of Stallone, Selleck. That's normally their area. James Woods as well. Yeah, I'm guessing um,
0: Arnie (laughs) might smoke a cigar. Yes.
1: Been on the most covers, I think. Oh, really? Okay. Sell it then. Um, Anyway. I've
0: tried I remember Jonathan Ross gave me an enormous cigar at his house once.
1: Mm. Um, That sounds about right.
0: um, I think I threw up for over two hours. (laughs) Oh, my God. In his his bathroom. But he got some great photos on the wall of... uh, Presumably because you smoked the cigar, not just at the offer. No. Uh, I Every time I tried a cigar or a pipe, I vomited. Oh, my word. Yeah. Well, good for you, in a way. Well, so yes. she won't
1: be on Cigar Aficionado, but she might be on the UK version. I think it's called Cigar Scene. Oh.
0: Cigar Scene.
1: Anyway, have you heard... And it? she's got a
0: good chance of uh, the tablet <laughs> as well, which is the Catholic <laughs> Journal.
1: Oh. Oh, is she one of yours, Frank? She
0: is, yeah.
1: Oh, Frank, isn't that lovely for you? It is, but mm, <laughs> she's
0: also like a massive keen defender of the Rupert Murdoch sort dynasty of mm. and, and various other...
1: Yes. Oh, anyway... They, it, there, she's definitely problematic in a number of areas, however...
0: I, what I have heard about her is she is a fanatical hard worker. That she's issues. one of those as the last to leave the office and uh. really so you know, She's also
1: of... a fanatical grammarian
0: Ah
1: Which I think we need to discuss because I, I know you might differ on some issues but she's a bit of a git when it comes to punctuation so I think she might be a friend for you Frank I
0: wanted to quote then there's a poem called A Grammarian's <laughs> Funeral by Robert Browning and he says something about he introduced us and it's something like the a day, and it's some sort of Latin grammar. It's about a bloke who gave his life to these minor, minor, obscure grammar. I sort of respect that.
1: I, Frank, the producer's got a clipboard out. I've never actually seen that before. Oh, so. God, is it, I might, is it? This is your life. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Mm. We're talking about Dr. Coffee mm. this morning, and Dr. Coffee has been in the news as I say because of her I'm going to call it obsession with the Oxford comma
0: let me say something about the Oxford comma and I think this is a phenomenon that might have a name and if it's got a name tell me what it is but I I knew what the Oxford comma was just for anyone who doesn't it's when you get something like if there was pigs, sheep and cows in a field you'd go pigs, comma sheep and cows but some people add another comma so they'd go pigs, comma sheep, comma and cows and you would say we don't need a comma if we've got an and. That's and the you'd argument. be right. Well that's the argument. Now I knew some people added a comma. I didn't know it was called the Oxford comma till about three weeks ago when I read oh. it somewhere mm. in a different context. Mm. And I thought oh that's what they call that comma. Then I heard about Therese coffee saying she was anti the Oxford comma and I thought oh weird I'd never heard of it called that before and then I was watching a panel show last night mm. and they had a question about the Oxford comma and I think there must be a name for that phenomenon when you've never heard of anything and when you do hear of it it starts happening all the time
1: he has put his hand up which is adorable ooh, ooh me sir
0: Yes.
2: <laughs> Fulfilling my role as uh, as a guy who knows things. It's the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon.
1: Oh, yes it is. That's okay. one of
0: its names. There's a few names. Yes. So that's because no one had heard of barnum off, and then they and were suddenly, everyone. Yeah, they, suddenly every news story seems to be and about there is the barnum explanation group. which okay. has to do
1: with you are just more cognizant of it, therefore you <laughs> but, are more aware of it. Yeah. yeah. So you think you're hearing it all the time. You probably heard it just as much, but you didn't know what it was. Yeah. That's
0: the theory, but I just you're think a, a phrase like the Oxford comma, I would want to know what that was. That oh, yeah, that. that is surprising
2: that that you hadn't come across it and then you were barraged with it. Yes. Yeah.
1: Anyway, Theresa's says I mean she re, she actually she uses very strong language. I abhor the Oxford comma. I refuse to use it. She then said cuz this was she was actually giving out directives to was it the NHS, I believe, saying or the, or her ministry maybe. or her ministry, but it was it was saying, you know, this will not be used. And official in, in official context. Okay. She also said, I cannot bear it and constantly remove it. And then she said something which you don't often hear these days at the end, rant over. Oh, oh, nice. Which is very points of view nineteen seventy
0: eight. <laughs> rant <laughs> over. But, but there is a, <laughs> a self awareness about that, which is sort yes. of I've gone off I've gone off on one here, but yeah. you know I've said he. She um So if I if you said to me who's your favourite comedians? and I said, Let's say why did I have to say Frank Skin? If I said Laurel and Hardy and Groucho Marx, would you put a comma after Hardy and before the end. Okay, Lord.
1: oh, interesting. Laurel and Hardy and Groucho Marx. That's mm. difficult. Yeah, it's difficult. Um, well, I'll let you gentlemen talk about this <laughs> while I go pat powder my nose. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll be excusing me for the day.
2: Dr. Coffey also instructed the civil servants. Remember, this has come from a woman. Dr. Coffee also instructed the civil servants under her, her command to, quote, be positive. And there's nothing <laughs> quite like being instructed to be positive, <laughs> I find, to really yeah. lift yes. your mood.
1: I like it best when someone from SAS, are you tough enough, says to me, be positive. Yeah, yeah,
0: no, yes. I find journey with the NHS, I'm looking to be negative, <laughs> if, if at all possible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm. Oh, dear. Frank
0: Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: Frank, if you were friends with Therese coffee, would you f- struggle a bit to s- cease coffee jokes
0: well there was another um, Therese coffee story mm-hmm. where she was being uh, interviewed by Nick Ferrari the, f- the well-known car thief <laughs> <laughs> and um, her phone went off did you hear this story and it um i really wanted it to be coffee and tv by blur i just love the idea that she would have a personal i must have told you i was in um mass once on a sunday morning and my phone went off and that's terrible but it was also three lions which is like the most (laughs) embarrassing. that makes you look awful i know (laughs) it's so arrogant i know there was no forgiveness in the air (laughs) even in a catholic church
1: (laughs) Did you please say afterwards, well, I think I'll kick us off?
0: No, he didn't. I'm <laughs> happily. I, he probably didn't recognise it. But anyway... Um, so
1: she did... She was listening to... Yeah, she was interviewed by Nick Ferrari and it was... Did you see this? It was a bit... Oh, I loved it. I was so shocked. Still dry.
0: But what happened, yeah, it was Still <laughs> still, still dry <laughs> by Dr Dre. Yes. Um, now, could it possibly have been... And I'm cool. Stunt. I did wonder if it was,
2: or a bit of a a, a time-wasting distraction. Three minutes of fun chat about not forgetting about Dre, replacing at least one awkward question.
1: Well, she said it was a curious response because Nick Ferrari, thanks for the tip, (laughs) Frank, said, uh, "Have you got a phone ringing?" Right. Um, Impromptu Nick Ferrari impression there. Yeah. And Coffee said. I do, I do apologise it's my I've just realised it's my, my my eight o'clock alarm going off and I felt as Ferrari should have pursued that yeah because what is the like the eight o'clock alarm is a thing we all have yeah,
0: the next question <laughs> for what purpose yes that's the next question you don't just have oh it's eight o'clock good to know yeah didn't, no one sets that alarm and if you're a famously workaholic minister you're mm-hmm. presumably yeah. up rather earlier well, might be
2: time to go home. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> oh,
1: you've got a bit uh, criminal barrister, uh, Sir, sir ra-
0: rather. Sir, sir Ivan, I picked up. You uh, rubbed off on me. I picked up. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, by osmosis. Yeah, sitting yeah, too yeah, close yeah. to Sir, sir Ivan. Yes. but
1: I, I just have questions concerning the eight o'clock alarm, Frank. Yes. For a start, um, I mean, I have a lot of questions about I, coffee, anyway. I'd have
2: thought she'd have had her ringtone as a strange brew by cream. If she was going to nice. Dr. Coffee, yeah,
0: but I thought, would if you wanted to be cool and you're Therese Coffee, you're probably not going to know something that's really up to date. So, Dr. Dre's a reasonable place to go. Yeah. She also, when it goes off, she said, "Oh, that was Dr. Dre." I thought, "You're right. <laughs> we we get it." And I yeah. think I, I, I don't have any. I will say this of Therese Coffee. I don't have any grounds for this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, stop stirring.
0: But I did... I did... um, It just sounds... It's quite cool for her to be known to have a Dr Dre ringtone. Good good press. At the end of this... And
1: Dr Dre is still... Be the name still running the game, as I don't think she'd be able to quote. I wish you'd, I wish Nick Ferrari. Had I said, What that other off. Dre stuff do you like? <laughs> I wish she would said, I'm that. a massive Dre fan. Let's yeah. talk about it. Uh,
0: and then she got out these pictures of <laughs> Dre horses delivering <laughs> beer barrels. And it, it's all gone very messy. Anyway, at the end of the, I'm going to say after this break, I'm going to ask you guys what your ringtone is, so you better be ready. Mm-hmm. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio we're doing our ringtones now and we've made sure that no one I, I'm i very aware of people on the telly carefully arranging their bookcases to make them look yeah. cleverer Now what whatever. I liked
1: is Frank we have got two uh, a Gen Z and a millennial working on the show yeah. and I said how do I find where this is and Frank said with a great deal of authority you go to sounds and haptics yeah <laughs> I
0: don't know what haptics are yeah but I, you I know Do what?
1: I don't ever want to know and I like it. Oh, I wish. If anyone can <laughs> tell me what a haptic is, I'd be okay,
0: very OK, so i just show And them. if anyone says it's three goals in the same game, I'm going home. <laughs>
1: I've got mine open. It has, there is, can I just get verification? There has been no tampering. No, with this. OK. Let, let's hear it. Nivelli let's... I can't vouch for because he's on his own. God knows what he's doing over there. OK? <laughs> OK. Shall we start? Ringtone?
2: Right. I will say... No, no. Um, as a millennial, the idea <laughs> of having your phone off silent is obscene to me, and I would rather have a loose grenade in my pocket yeah, than a phone
0: okay. that's set to ring. Okay.
1: When so. you ring them, the millennials at the Gen Z go, What's wrong?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear it. Okay. Let's hear it. We won't get it all in, okay. in this way. Okay. Oh. Y- you go first, Pierre. All right, here we are. <laughs> it's the eye thing. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. It's the A-Team theme. Very, very nice. <laughs> what? So that's your <laughs> ringtone. Yes. So you see your place in comedy.
1: Okay. Mine's, really, <laughs> mine's quite boring, but I think we should okay. just go with what I've got. Okay. Oof. Standard. Uh, Oof. Yeah. Nice. Me, me, a swan. <laughs> <Yeah>. Go on. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Skinner. There uh, we go.
0: Course. Oh, for God's sake. We, get, we go to the middle eight on this. Wait for it. Here it comes.
1: <laughs> Good
0: laugh. Yes.
1: Um, I can make up for my ringtone, Frank. OK. I like to think with this, with my text tone. <laughs>
0: oh, chewy. Yeah. Oh, is that um, what that was? That's Chewbacca, yeah. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> that's in honor nice. of my dog. I thought
0: it was a ritual slaughter of cattle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Frank, can I just say, do you have the swoosh facility?
0: <laughs> um, no, I always walk like this. it. <laughs> 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 oh, <my goodness. laughs> <laughs> now what is it? What is the swoosh that's facility? If... What a band name that would be. Yeah. Well,
1: if you're sending email you can have the option. Do you want it to go shh? Oh! as it departs? Oh, yes. I like that. Or do you not like to... I love to know. I love the sound of the airmail. I like to... I enjoy that noise. Do you I'm going to
0: go... I think what I'm going to do is when I get an email arrive, I'm going to get the trapped <laughs> hello <laughs> for <from> my thing. <laughs> hello? <laughs>
1: hello?
0: <laughs> get that? Come on. That would work perfectly, wouldn't it? <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. So um, I've just um, been debating whether Therese Coffey, the uh, Health Minister, deliberately set off a Dr. Dre alarm on Nick Ferrari's show to sound cool. Mm, still Dre. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's 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 possible. If you were to do a list, I must say one of my worst being calls is I met Ricky Wilson mm. of. Um, what they call Eyes, of, Eyes Chiefs. of Chiefs. Eyes of Chiefs, Lovely, yeah. man. And I said, oh, I really like that song of yours. Uh, oh, Judy, 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 Judy. <laughs> <laughs> and I gave it some, you know, Judy, I didn't just say it. Judy, 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 Judy. And he said, thanks, it's it's Ruby, but thanks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh.
1: So I like that you chose somebody in the 1960s name. Uh, <laughs> Judy.
0: I think I got it from the Zaccari Grant film <laughs> when he says, oh, Judy, <laughs> Judy, Judy, Judy. I think, it was that it was all mixed up well
1: he was he says he's responsible for the spate of rubies but, 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 but oh, one of the it? most common names mm-hmm. i think in the, uh, i like to think any writers
0: kick that off i like i like <laughs> the phrase spate of rubies <laughs> yeah the spate yeah. of rubies so that sounds like a rider haggard novel yes quite <laughs> um, <laughs> anthony
1: horowitz i think yes. <laughs> Frank, what about we've had some people getting in touch with their ringtones. But um, back to Frank in the studio.
0: No, I was just thinking of unlikely... I wouldn't have her down as a Dre fan. Now, yeah. Maybe that's me stereotyping. No, I wouldn't either. And, you know, occasionally... Like, I was at a Lou Reed gig and I met um, former Hampshire batsman Mark Nicholas and I thought, I would not... <laughs> I did not expect... And I was at a gig once and I, there was a bloke... I mean, it was honestly one of the... I, I mean, it's about... It could have been Sir Ivan.
1: I think we and, call those blokes friend of Pierre. Yeah, and he said, he said
0: <laughs> to this uh, woman, he said, of course, I'm an enormous fan of Sonic Youth. <laughs> said, I've um, seen them perform many times. I'm a tremendous fan of fabulous work. Said, oh, what? What? Also, How can this be happening? Also,
1: you're... Uh, <laughs> sonic you're...
0: Youth. It's quite a good game
2: is to, to imagine a band that doesn't have a single ennobled fan. I've always enjoyed the dead Kennedy.
1: (laughs) I've always enjoyed Frank's mother-in-law being very into, not just being very into placebo, but didn't she go on holiday? She went to
0: Nicaragua with Brian Malko, the lead (laughs) singer. I mean, we don't
1: talk any... I think we should just leave that story there. Frank, do you want to know a few of these ringtones? Yes, yes. So we have Pauline Atkins, Tom Jones and Keris Matthews, Baby It's Cold Outside. David mm-hmm. of Partick has um, the Rockford Files theme tune. The amount,
0: yes, the amount very of good. people
1: who ask, what's that tune? I really recognise it. Not Frank. It. No, not Frank. Yeah, he knew <laughs> immediately. Uh, Jonathan Joe, The Vision On theme, Left Bank 2. By ne- ne- <laughs> I think
0: that was Gallery, actually. Yeah. The Gallery section.
1: Steve Huckfield, Public Image by PIL.
0: Oh, um, yeah, I don't remember how that goes.
1: I don't it's a little revolutionary for us. <laughs> um, and then. Uh, is that. This is not a love song?
0: <laughs> so or maybe that's. This is not a love song.
1: Frank, you know how you find something about Bruce Springsteen really makes you laugh? Yeah. Something about Johnny Rotten trying to sound hard when he's singing really makes me laugh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Doing that for my,
2: my Myself and uh, uh, Glenn Moore, also of this parish, hmm. have a running joke where we try and sing about banal things in a Johnny Rotten style. OK. And my uh, one is uh, going to the garden centre. You could buy a coffee and a cake, a shed and a rake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll end on that. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. So, um, thanks for listening to us this morning. Thanks, Pierre. Always great Thank you. to see you. Even in shorts. The Guardian (laughs) Um, (laughs) So um, If the good Lord Spares us And the creeks Don't rise We'll be back again This time Next week Now get out